Yeah, well, sometimes nothing can be a real cool hand. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. Welcome to an all new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brenda McCorkle, and Mike likes to do it right, Crawford. What's up, buddy? <laughs> what up, Brenda? How you doing this week, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, except for my hat doesn't look right on the camera, so I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Well, that's because you have you know, like a trucker on? style hat where it's mesh in the back, but your bill's flat and it's supposed to be like baseball capped trucker style, so you're fighting. Power of power here. It's like you're not using it for the proper design, so it's looking funky. <laughs> it looks like you should have a pocket protector with it or some shit. I don't know. Just oh. to wear my one winning team, so there we go. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, my three-year-old's scaring the shit out of me again, buddy. <laughs> what do you do this time? Uh, so we have uh, my wife loves Ronald Reagan. She's an accountant. She loves Ronald Reagan, Reaganomics stuff. So she uh, she has these Ronald Reagan like greeting cards or whatever that her mom or grandmother gave her. And so we let our three-year-old draw on it because it was just something extra to draw on. But he very specifically drew on it with like purple marker, like crosses on the eyes and then, like, you open it, like, just that, and then you open it and just scribbled all inside. Like, it looked like the Joker <laughs> wrote a death threat to Ronald Reagan. Dude, it was super creepy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Crosses on the eyes didn't... Oh, but that man. was it. It was just crosses on the eyes. That was the only thing he drew on the actual picture of Ronald Reagan. And then in the inside, it was just, like, purple scribbles all over the writing. Did you ask him about it? Not really. I kind of figured leave sleeping dog's eye. Just be like, we'll leave that till he doesn't know what's here and then throw mm-hmm. it away. Super creep. What do you do to a three-year-old <laughs> that does shit like that? Serial killer shit. Talk to them. What? If it was, it was, it was, I, don't, I don't know who, if it was someone else's son, but it's your son. You can talk to him. Like he, he And can, tell him what? What did he do wrong? He explains. He didn't do anything wrong. Ask him why he did it. It's more so the question to make sure he's not like seeing like killer stuff. Uh, what if he is? Sense. I don't want to know the answer to that. <laughs> well, at least if you know you got the six cents on, you know, at least you know to be wary. Like, watch yourself in your sleep, buddy. Oh, God, I already do. You know, my grandmother. So before we had either of our boys. Uh, we, you know, didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl, so we were coming up with names. So we came up with Mickey for a boy and Reagan for a girl. And uh, my grandmother, when we had told her that before we had one of those fun gender reveal parties, she's like, uh, she hates Ronald Reagan so much. She's like, just so you know, if you name your girl Reagan, I'm just going to call her girl. I'm like, oh, okay, you're not going to call your granddaughter by her first name? That's fucking wild. <laughs> 
<laughs> is it that personal between Ronald Reagan? And I guess maybe he never called her back or something. Like I don't know. She's got a deep vendetta against that dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, if he never called her back, I can understand. Look, that that's personal. And he became the president. Yeah, I would take that personal too. I don't know. I mean, forty years ago. Yeah, I mean, I guess she was in her uh, in her late thirties. So yeah, maybe there was a chance there. I don't know. I just thought that was odd. So maybe that's contributes to the way I am. Maybe she went in on the uh, schemes that he ended up running. Maybe she went in on that. Oh, you left me out of the money making. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) Oh, did you do anything for St. Paddy's Day? St. Paddy's Day was this past week. Uh, No. It was around um, people who were getting drunk. I had on green to make sure no one pinched me. It was the first day of the NCAA tournament, so it was a good day. Yeah? Technically not the first day, but the first day in my mind. Yeah, it's the first day, first real day. No play-in games. Like, it's the day the actual tournament starts. That's always the best on St. Paddy's Day when it's on Thursday. It's the first day of March Madness. Really, technically not, but yes, it is. Did Did you have your cabbage and sauerkraut? Cabbage and sauerkraut. First of all, cabbage. No, no, no. Hold up. Corn beef and sauerkraut. Corn beef and cabbage. Or that. that Do ribs and sauerkraut. Okay. Okay. But that's separate. No, yeah, I did corn beef and cabbage. So actually, funny enough is... uh, I I wasn't sure what I was going to do. It was like, I kind of like the morning of was like... Or the day before was like, hey, uh, we don't really have plans... Let's do kind of like an open door policy. So just text a couple of friends. It was like, hey, if you can swing by just to say hi, come on over. If you don't get a chance, don't worry about it. Uh, But I'll be cooking, you know, like soups on at like 530 or 6. And then you can, you know, just come hang out for a drink or for an hour or whatever. doesn't matter. Um, So I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. But I also quit drinking and I love St. Paddy's Day. So this is going to be the second St. Paddy's Day that I'm not drinking. The first one, I don't even remember what I did last year. Um, but not even like you know I missed it. Do? What's that? You know what you could do? What's that? You can buy like those THC drinks and then drink it with them. Like, Cheers. Oh, don't worry. I got I got plenty ripped uh, via natural <laughs> <laughs> substances. Don't worry about that. No, but I was like, I was like, you know, like, I don't know. I still love St. Paddy's Day. I don't drink. I'm like, what, what can I do? So I'm like, okay, I got an idea. I was like, I'm going to just go to a random bar and I'm going to buy everybody around. Like, that's going to be what I do on St. Paddy's Day. So, bro, that's, that's nice. So I went, but I, you know, it's like, I would have spent that amount of money on booze anyway. Now I just don't have to drink it. And I could go to a bar. So I ended up going to this bar, buying uh, buying around for everybody. Um, and it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I just hung out for like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, There's this great guy, Art, that came up to me. He was the first guy who was like, came up and was like, hey, thanks for the round. Like, I wasn't even going to come here today. And then my son texted me while I was having coffee. And, you know, Art's like maybe like... Uh, He's retired, like, in his early 70s or something like that. He walks like he's kind of, you know, done work for a living. And uh, so, anyway, just comes up. Super nice guy. 
you know, asked me, he's like, ah, so what do you do? I told him about this. I was like, oh, you got to check out this black guy I, I talk to once a week. And he's like, oh, okay, that sounds interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he went, whatever. Yeah, shout out to Art. Cool to hang out. Was it Art Monk? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. He was like an Italian dude. But it was hilarious because oh. he was with his buddy who was even older than he was. And he was like, hey, yeah, that's my buddy, uh, Mikey over there, Mike over there. And it, the guy, old guy is like passed out in the corner of the bar. And I'm like, oh man, he started early. He's like, no, he just has low blood sugar. So he gets uh, sleepy from time to time. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, but it was just one of those experiences where he's telling me all this random stuff. And I'm just like, oh dude, this is what it's all about. Like, this is why I came down and bought around. Like, because to get this kind of conversation, it's the best in the world, dude. So I ended up ta- talking to Art another, you know, five, ten minutes later on before I left. Like, he was just such a sweet guy. Uh, it was really, really fun. So that's what it's all about, man. I think that's going to be my new tradition is just uh, find a random bar on St. Paddy's Day, walk in and buy around at, like, fucking 11 o'clock in the morning when all the savages are out. <laughs> I like the sound of that, man. I do. That's a nice gesture. Also putting yourself in a situation that you can still walk out of because... Maybe at one point you couldn't go into a bar and not drink, and now you can. So that's what's up, man. That's that's definitely what's up. Yeah, I like, I like, like the decision, my guy. Thanks, man. No, it was a lot of fun. And then uh, I got to come home and then cook, which, you know, corned beef and cabbage takes a long time. But I did actually what I did. Uh, I had three briskets. It's just brisket. Pickled brisket. Um, I had three of them, so I put two of them in the water to boil to simmer. And I put one on the smoker for a little while um, before I stuck it back in the the pot with everything else. That one turned out really good. But, uh, yeah, so it was nice. We just had a little bit of controlled chaos. Like, people just came in randomly. Some people ate, some people didn't. Just kind of brought the kids, didn't bring the kids. You know, it was just kind of whatever, all over the place for a few hours. So it was a lot of fun. It was really nice. Shut up, man. That's what the holiday is about. Friends, family fellowship, bro. Exactly. Any which way you got to do it. Just make it fit your own mold. Oh, and then, you know what else I did this weekend was I went a little comedy crazy this weekend. So I did stand-up again at uh, Liquid Zoo in Van Nuys, the beautiful Van Nuys, Sepulveda, and Sherman Way, where nothing ever goes wrong. Uh, especially after midnight. Um, there you go. But yeah, so that was interesting. It was fun. It was, uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, I know for sure that the biggest thing is you need to get up and get reps, just do it over and over and over. But I was like, Oh man, I feel like I got my dick kicked in a little bit, even though it wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. It was just like, I tried something different. I tried to more do a, improvisational just kind of get up there knowing that i already had some premises and just kind of wing it and i was like yeah maybe don't do that next time maybe fully prepare (laughs) but it didn't go bad it was just one of those things i was like fucking all right man that's the way that went all right get back up and do it again so anyway but the uh the big part about it is you know that was on a sunday night getting home at you know, whenever the fuck I got home, like two something in the morning and then winding down, 
going to sleep, getting up and doing the kids for school on Monday. Um, you know, just kind of getting used to that. I was like, okay, it's a little bit tiring. And then got to do some regular stuff on Monday. Like got to take care of the house and do all the normal things. Um, the kids had a dentist appointment, so I had to do the dentist, which they did phenomenal. So I'm super proud of them for that. Um, and then Monday night I went out to, uh, they had a comedy show. Funny enough is the place I went and bought the round on St. Patty's day. They have comedy on Monday nights. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Let me come back for this comedy. So, um, I was just being an asshole and like direct messaging, like, Hey, any chance I could fucking get up there? Even though it's like a set show, you have to pay a cover to get in. It's not an open mic or anything. I'm still like trying to, to wedge my foot in the door. Like, Hey man, any, any extra time too minutes. I don't care what it is. Like, let me get up there. So, uh, whatever. So anyway, I just went there and it was like, introduced myself to the people that run the show. And I was like, Oh, I guess I'm just watching today, but that's all right. So went and watched, but it was a completely different experience too, because it was like, Oh, okay. These people are a lot more professional. Um, than you know, just the kind of spots that I've been doing because the spots I've been doing are open mic, like workout rooms. You know what I mean? It's like, a, it's mm-hmm. a lot of other comics. It's not necessarily a regular crowd. So then I saw some people that did really well. There was this fucking, the very first guy at the Monday show gets up really funny right off the bat, really funny. And then some dude walks up the stairs from the bar, like pretty loudly. And you're like, okay, it's going to be one of these people kind of belligerent and hammered already. And then chooses to walk, not behind where all the seats are, but like right in front of where the stage is. And that's kind of like, okay, everybody, including the comic, like looks at him like, okay. And then he tr- keeps trying to go on with this set, and then this dude just keeps, like, interrupting. So much so to where the guy's like, listen, dude, you got to chill out or you're going to get kicked out. Like, I don't even, like, I can't even go on with my set anymore because you're just being louder than I am, and I have a microphone. Like, what's up, dude? So eventually, like, a <laughs> couple minutes later, this dude got strong-armed out of there. And, like, it's so funny to see a Billy Badass dude that just, like, starts to get his temper up. Like, what's this little punk going to do? He's, you know... This guy's like five foot five. You know, he addresses how small he is in his act. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Short little white dude. Looks kind of like a nerd, whatever. And, you know, this guy's like being kind of belligerent, like bolstering up. And then you see like security come over and like, dude, you got to chill. And then walk away. And then he's just mouthing off more. And they're like, fuck this. They go walk over. And then big security guys got him like kind of bear hugged with one arm and like leading him with the other like i'm not gonna hurt you but if you make a move i have a free hand to hurt you and this dude just goes from super tough to super chill like i don't like being touched like this i don't like being touched like this like and then starts like i know Vinny. i know Vinny. and everybody's like oh okay Vinny's gonna be fucking embarrassed to know you <laughs> Or Vinny's gonna say what I'm doing and never and not acknowledge that he knows you anyway. So, bro, just relax in here. But then can't go out. Turns out this guy did have a funny story tag along with him, which this guy never should have been allowed. You know, once he came up the stairs like that, they should never let him in the show. But uh, the crowd, the group he was with, 
like stayed and chilled. They were like, okay, like obviously this guy's fucking bananas before, and they're like, whatever, he'll figure it out. But we paid to get in here, so we're staying. So another comic comes up a few later because everybody's kind of bombing now because of energy in the room is super weird. That being said, it was also different for me to see a show of like comics that aren't necessarily great, but some of them are pretty good. And then having people at a show that actually came to see uh, see comics and laugh, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe don't be so hard on yourself because you're working rooms where people are half paying attention and listen to other good comics all day long. So if you're not getting all these reactions, that's all right. Because indifference is the worst yeah. thing. I'd rather get fucking booed or cheered than fucking have somebody just sit there and do nothing. Ugh, that's the worst. There you go, that's worse. I need a reaction <laughs> of some kind. So, turns out this fucking lunatic... Let me know, let me know I suck. That, uh, yeah, exactly. Let me know what to work on. Um, so this lunatic fucking... I guess the comic was like, yeah, and then apparently earlier there was a fist fight outside, and these dudes were like, going at it, going at it. One guy gets knocked out, and the guy who did the knocking out, a bus drives by right at that time, and he just gets on the bus and gets the fuck out of there. Well, apparently, <laughs> this guy was the guy that knocked out the other guy, took off on the bus, and then just came back to the show like an hour later. Like, he just rode the bus around so he wouldn't get in trouble and then came right back to his friends. So this guy was just yeah. causing trouble all day long. Ah. All day. Well, yeah, he should have never been in the in the place to be. He was good thing the security put him on. He probably would have caused more trouble at some point. Oh, a hundred percent. He's the kind of guy that was about to walk up to the stage and like be like, "You can't talk to me like that." So it was good that they had somebody <laughs> come in and fucking clean that shit up because that is Definitely. it can go sideways quick. So really quickly. I don't know. That's Alcohol, inebriation, and man pride. Yeah, people getting their feelings stuff. hurt. Ooh. Oh, especially God. a grown man getting his feelings hurt or feeling. By the way, the man embarrassed him. The the hill that this guy was trying to stand on was the the guy that was on stage. Um, he had won he was telling a story about how he did DraftKings, and he's one of the dudes that won a million bucks. He's like, you could look it up. Here's my name. Here's, you know, what week I won. Look it up. I won. And so the guy in the audience took that he as a... a million bucks on DraftKings? Yeah. So the guy in the audience took that as a flex that he didn't appreciate. So he starts saying, like, I got money. I got chains. I got a chain. I got money. And the guy's like... Okay, but you having a chain has nothing to do with my bit. You know what I mean? Like it did. He didn't say that, but he's kind of just like, "That's cool, man." I, that I can't use that. Please shut up. You know. But here's the thing: the guy wasn't wearing a chain. He had to get up, walk over to th three other people to where his girl was sitting, and be like, "Stand up, show him. Stand up, show him. She's wearing my chain. Stand up and show him." Like, bro. <laughs> You only got one chain and she's wearing it. I wouldn't be fucking <laughs> bragging about that shit, man. Why don't you just sit down? A dude who just talked about winning a whole million dollars, bro. Like, yeah, like that's you're gonna flex back on that. Like you can't even see straight. You're wearing cargo shorts at a comedy show, buddy. <laughs> Relax. You can't. You decided this was your outfit to go out in public. Like this is you dressing up. Fucking chill out, bro. Ah, uh, it was just so funny. Like, oh man, there's gonna be these kind of people like everywhere. 
that's going to be your life. Uh, whatever. I'm just, I got to temper myself because I would have just ripped that guy's fucking head off. Psychological warfare, but I got to be careful with that kind of stuff. So it was, it was cool to see somebody else and how they dealt with it and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe pump the brakes instead of eviscerate this dude. Because I would have leaned <laughs> in hard. And I probably shouldn't do that to yeah, everybody. As you probably should sometimes. Sometimes, though. Yeah. I mean, you're a man at, you're a man too, so... Uh, you know, I mean, I guess it's about five two, and didn't think he probably could stand up to him, so he's trying to avoid it. You're six two or yeah. whatever you are, so you're a little bit more of a man. No offense to the comedy dude, and you probably ain't gonna let nobody talk to you like that, which I'm in total agreement with. So, yeah, but here's the problem, so, dude. Here's the problem. Also, if it's Mike Tyson, you're probably gonna act like he did in that same situation. Like, yep. I mean, I don't uh, want a problem, but yeah, bro, you're messing up my, you're messing up my bit. You gave to <laughs> yeah, me, right? yeah. So, see, it all depends, I guess. The issue is like, I'm also being being a a bigger guy in stature. Is like before when I would go to bars and stuff, you know, like everybody sizes everybody up when you walk into somewhere. Doesn't matter what Always. it is, but especially a bar somewhere that you know testosterone's flying high. I'd have people fuck with me just because they wanted to go up to one of the bigger people in the room. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm fucking here by myself. So also looking the way I do, it also invites a lot of people that want to test their fucking fortitude. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, I, that's not what I'm here for. But so I get a lot of unsolicited static that uh oh i'm sure <laughs> but here's the thing is when i'm up on stage with a microphone it's not going to be unsolicited i'm going to fucking <laughs> i'm going to be engaging in it so it's like eh, where do we draw the line here buddy i don't know i'm going to need you to just come with me you mess with me and i got the mic i'm just going to crack jokes on you i'm going to you want to be embarrassed you think this is embarrassing i'll embarrass you with this microphone in my hand you're going to be angry, and I'm not worried because security is going to get you, bro. See, but that's the thing is is you got to make – I guess I got to make sure that I know who security is because sometimes people are like, uh, I'm not fucking going over there. That guy's going to whoop my ass. <laughs> you got to. Yeah, you got to make sure uh, we know who's working the door, I guess. That's going to be exactly, key. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Definitely key. Oh, speaking <laughs> of scumbags, have you heard anything about this uh, Phil Mickelson fellow? <laughs> the golfer? I heard a little, but... Oh, little man. Little. So, the Masters... I'll give you the Reader's Digest. So, the Masters is coming up in golf, which is the biggest golf tournament um, of the year. It's it's the biggest mm-hmm. one. It's the, the get the special jacket, the whole nine yards. Um so Phil Mickelson is one of golf's most famous athletes. Um, he has been known over the years for a little bit of tax evasion, um, using his charity to move money around. Um, this guy is a prolific gambler on the golf course uh, to where he's doing like practice rounds, playing $10,000 a hole calling people pussies if they're not going to play with them. You know, a real fun dude. Just a really cool guy. Um, So that's kind (laughs) of just the background of who he is. He's kind of like a cutthroat dick um, that is a little shady with money. So the Saudi 
whatever. They're calling it the Saudi League, I guess. Um, Saudi Arabia is putting together a golf league, and they're trying to pull some talent from uh, the PGA Tour. Uh, Colin Morikawa was a big one. Um, they tried to get Roy McIlroy. Phil Mickelson was one of these names. So, Phil is quoted as he was trying to deal with this Saudi league, and the PGA Tour is not happy about it. They're like, listen, man, anybody that goes play and plays with them is banned for life. Like, if you leave us to go to them, you cannot come back. This is it. You're signing a deal with the devil, and we're not, we're not having any part of that. And so Phil's like, yeah, well, I'm not, you know, he's like playing both sides a few weeks ago and he's trying to negotiate with the Saudi league, whatever. So it comes out that supposedly off mic, off record, whatever, not off mic because it was recorded. Um, Phil Mickelson's (laughs) saying like, no, I'm not going to deal with those Saudi people. Like they're murderers, like They're, like, the worst people ever. Like, they're killing journalists. They're doing all this stuff. He's like, I'm just trying to leverage them to get the PGA to to pay all the players more and treat them better. And so that came out, and the Saudi League's like, oh, fucking really? Well, we're not talking to you anymore. And the PGA is like, oh, no, no, no. You're trying to leverage us? Guess who's not coming back in? So it's, like, one of those things where... Phil Mickelson is now in the middle of both things, and now he's not playing in the Masters because he pissed off both sides. And I don't know nope. when he'll be able to come back to golf because the PGA is just kind of like, screw you, man. You already have a bad rep, and then now you're pulling this kind of crap? Uh, no thanks, crap. dude. They're about to be done with that guy. They should be. He's old as fuck anyway. That's what I'm saying. He's old as fuck. He had his run. It's over. Go on to the next person, buddy. Oh, but isn't that nice when you get canceled <laughs> in golf? It's like you just stop showing up for tournaments, and that's not gonna lie. It was a smart idea, though. It was a very smart idea. He just a fool letting somebody record him say, "Why do these people always get recorded saying the most dumb?" By the shit? way, this was during an article. Like he was being interviewed for an article, and then the guy was even worse. Yeah, they were, like, done with the article questions and then just sitting there shooting the shit, but the mic was still on. And Phil's like, oh, I thought that was off the records. Like, so what? You still shouldn't be saying that to anybody, ding dong. <laughs> ding dong head. Just oh. like Donald Sterling leaving that voicemail on the lady's voicemail. Like, you couldn't just wait till you actually talk to her Donald on the phone. Donald Sterling when you know was an old, senile, racist fuck. Like, he doesn't he know was what racist was going as shit. on. And- he knew that he was leaving a voice message, which means it's recorded, doo-doo brain. I know, like, but he's so old. He's too old. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, damn, why do so... Not saying that he didn't deserve to get caught, because I don't like racist shit. Don't get me wrong, but like, bro, like, just being so dumb about it pisses me off. All right, off. hang like, on, though. Why be so dumb Listen, about it? Listen, we're going to have to open this box a little bit. Of all the people that deserve to be racist, not saying that he should be, <laughs> but listen, he's got. What reason does Donald Sterling have to be racist? Because I'm not saying. Look, he set himself up to fail. Okay, by putting these these hot young chicks around these very famous, cool black athletes. Okay, 
But <laughs> I'm just saying, if ever there was a person that's like, God damn, these black guys keep taking everything. All right. Maybe it's that guy. I'm saying he's delusional, but I'm still saying, like, I could see his delusional angle where he's like, man, they keep taking everything I want. It's like, yeah, well, you keep trying to pay for something you shouldn't have. So, yeah. But in his delusional brain, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys aren't nice to me. Yeah. I get the point you're making. (laughs) I get it. I mean, there's a dude who went on the killing spree for the same thing because he couldn't get no girl. So yeah, I mean, I guess when it comes to that, like, it makes sense in a way. Like, oh, so what you're saying, Mike, is Donald Sterling is a hero to the black community. Donald Sterling was different because he's a because he's rich. Like, you don't like regardless of okay. So they took those girls, then go find some water, buy or something. Like, bro, like you're rich, like. You might not be able to get that set of women, but you can get some women just based on the fact that you're rich. By the way, (laughs) by the way, that's the difference between having money and not having money is if you're a serial rapist and you're poor, you're a piece of shit and (laughs) you are fucking done. You're the worst scum of the earth. Those are the creepiest documentaries to ever see ever. (laughs) However, if you have money... Then you just eat some pudding pops in jail for a little while and you fucking scoot on out whenever you feel like it. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not a big deal. I have money. They they make you look. They make you look pretty good in these documentaries. You got money. Should they try to sugarcoat shit? Turn it sideways, put it under the avoid. They try to find different ways to make it look good when you got money. It's crazy. Donald Trump has been made to look so decent in so many of these documentaries when he's rolling around with like these creepers and these pedophiles and shit. Like, oh yeah, he's one of the creepiest yeah, of all creeps. I saw him there, but only uh, at this time on this day. And there were no underage kids there on the day he was there. Yeah, okay, dude. I will say Donald Trump has more better secrets than like any unclassified or classified UFO fucking <laughs> shit like Area 51's got nothing on the Don like <laughs> fucking Trump. that hey, dude has secrets Trump about secrets like full, yeah if he ever went like full rat rat he probably could bring down half the United States like he's probably knows a lot about a lot of people a hundred percent dude you do not get to be that big of a dick in that high of a whatever he got basically everything he ever wanted and you don't get that without fucking knowing shit about everybody that guy's wild that's why they let him do oh shit all right they let him do anything he want because he knows shit about them that that they don't want to get out in the world so they're like yeah bro like we don't want you saying and doing that but we ain't gonna put you in jail because you might tell us. So just relax a little bit, bro. <laughs> I know this guy's bananas. He's gonna come in and He's talk so this bananas. Putin guy off the ledge and get reelected. And fucking whole shit storm's gonna start again. Oh, he already's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna probably be reelected. Let's just go ahead. Yeah. Get put that out there. Whatever. Which get I'm your not fucking totally tax dollars in order, right, people. We'll tax, you get your tax. Are you saying get your tax dollars in order for Trump? You better get your tax dollars in order for the next four years for this guy we got now. Gas is the highest it's ever been. No, I Prices know. Probably the highest there ever been. This shit is not pretty. 
It's not pretty. It's no, it's dude, everything's ridiculous right now, and I don't care <clears> to talk about it. You know what else is ridiculous? The Dodgers. <laughs> the Dodgers are ridiculous and all their Freddie Freeman bullshit. Yo, where the hell do they keep getting all this money from? Magic Johnson's AIDS cure. <laughs> uh, Yo, actually, now that you say that, it's not even a joke. That might be where they're getting it from, bro. Like they're signing a hundred million dollar guy every year. Like how the hell you got money for that? Like, bro, who on their team in their starting nine doesn't make a hundred million? Yeah, dude, they're like, hey, we're gonna get rid of Corey Seager's like eight million dollar a year contract, and you're like, oh, okay, oh, so we can sign Freddie Freeman to like a twenty three million dollar. <laughs> whatever the hell it is. Yeah, because we replaced them with another guy who makes twenty million. How much does this trade make? Like twenty mil or they just be signing? Uh, yeah, something like, crazy. Bro, like their their catch their catcher might not make a hundred million and then like their entire outfield who who they got Bellinger who makes probably a hundred million. Oh no, Bellinger's still in this rookie, like in that rookie shit, right? Mm, like, he's still getting I, that like Aaron Judge money. I think for one more year, yeah. But they yeah, pay A.J. Pollock good Bears. money. They just signed Chris Taylor yeah. to a decent contract. And Mookie's Mookie. Exactly. And your pitching staff is like $400 million guys, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> what the? They got rid of Bombs Away Jansen, which is good, but they re-signed Kershaw for one more year. Exactly. Who was probably making $20 million this year, then what? Um, they still Did they keep uh, your boy? I don't have any boys on the Dodgers. I mean, they picked up that they picked up from the Nets. What's his name? Trey Turner. No, no, not Trey Turner. The pitcher. Oh, Max Scherzer. Yeah. No, he's on the Mets. Remember, he signed that crazy deal three years, one hundred thirty million with a player option to opt out after each year. <laughs> Fucking bananas contract. <laughs> Woo! I forgot about that. Yeah, Scherzer went to the okay. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just make, I'll make forty plus million dollars a year, but if I ever feel like not playing, uh, I'm just gonna go. And they're like, yeah, okay, that works for us. We're the Mets. Whatever you yeah, want. These, these these contracts in pro sports are getting out of control. Well, like, your boys, the uh, the Red Sox just signed Xander's replacement next year, Trevor Story. No, we're not replacing Xander's not going anywhere, bro. Trevor Story's going to play second, second base. base for this year, but they signed him to a $140 million contract. Yeah, but Xander's under contract. Why will we get rid Till of next Xander? Next year. Then next year, he's a free agent. Yeah, and we're going to re sign Xander, bro. Like, we're not going to let Xander walk. I highly doubt that. You can't let Xander walk. He's pretty much the second or third best hitter on the team. Yeah, but you and just who- signed Trevor Story. Yes, to play second base because we stink at second base. We have no second base. We haven't said a second baseman since Pedroia left. So we needed a second baseman. He's a pretty good second baseman. He's a good choice. I don't know what the hell they're doing with money because they're not re-signing. Like, I don't understand what the fuck they're doing with Rafael. Like, if they don't re-sign Rafael, none of this matters because he's the best hitter on the team, period. It's not even close. Well, sorry well, to say it. Wow. What do you feel? And then you bring JB, JBJ back, which means we definitely need a great hitter on the team because JBG is hitting 200 at best. That's it. Two, he's a 200 guy. He's great defensively and he hits 200. Which is fucking. I don't care about your stinky Red Sox that much. I was just curious about the Trevor Story thing. And you know who's going to start raking, by the way? Like, if you fa- play fantasy baseball, get this person. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Um, Chris Bryant. 
just signed hit a big fucking like seven year deal to go to the Rockies. That dude is gonna be hitting forty five home runs for the next five years. Easy. You think? I think he's on decline. I think it's a wrap. Eighty one games games at Coors Field. Are you kidding me? That's all there he's gonna hit like two sixty and he'll hit forty five bombs a year. Now you can't be mad at those numbers. Aaron Judge is probably gonna be a free agent next year because the Yankees ain't gonna pay he that stinks, guy. I'm telling you. Dude. <laughs> he stinks. I know. Ugh. He's gross. I don't to think watch. they're gonna pay him though. Excuse me. I don't think they're gonna pay him. You know who got paid? Traded and paid. Fucking well, yeah. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. He got traded and paid to the Dolphins as Breaking news. Dun, 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 dun. That just came out a couple hours ago. Uh, what do you think that does? I receivers getting paid, bro. Why do, what do you think like, that does to the market Dolphins? market was going to go up. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Because Tua can't get it to him. They it's only good for Tyreek Hill. Like, <laughs> Actually, you know who it's good for? It's Mr. Waddle. Now he's not going to be double, double covered. Whoo! That boy is good. Yeah, but they're both speed receivers, so then... Like, yeah, but Waddle goes over the middle. He does those, like, 15, 18-yard ends. That's where he... And then he runs mm-hmm. after the catch, and Tyreek Hill takes a safety over top. I'm telling you. I guess you're right about that. Noodle arm. How'd you go get him for noodle arm? I really love to see him in the Jets. I ain't gonna lie. With Wilson's arm? Now that's... That would have been, been something. But for $30 million a year, make him the highest pay over Adams... And then Devontae Adams is over with your boy fucking Derek Carr now. Now Derek Carr is actually going to have a good year after I was talking all that shit because he finally has a decent... He had a great year last year. Uh, He had a good year last year. I just hate him so much. (laughs) You feel about him like I do about Matt Stafford. So (laughs) we're equal there. Good. Fine. Whatever. So do you think that the Raiders (laughs) are now a viable threat in the AFC... Fucking West. With the combination of the moves with them getting Adams and then Tyreek Hill going out of the division, I might put them one, definitely two. But Juju Smith Schuster, I think, is a better fit for for um sorry. I just blanked out. Not for the Chiefs in general, but um for the way that Patty Mahomes plays on those on those scramble routes. Juju Smith-Schuster's been doing that with Big Ben. I know, but Tyreek... without Tyreek. There's no one to take the top off the defense now. So what? What are you going to be doing? You don't think Hardman's going to step up and be that deep threat? Who? Yeah, I was saying Hardman. You don't think he's going to step up and be the deep threat? I don't think he's that good. I just don't believe he's that good. I don't know that he's that good, but he's that fast. Yeah, but he can't catch the ball. He can't go up and high point it like Tyreek. He's not Tyreek here. Oh, this is gonna be ugly. I have a feeling that this is gonna be it's gonna be hurtful for the Chiefs, man. Oh, for sure. I don't think it's as big a loss as you think, but I definitely (laughs) think that. I think they're I think they're nine and eighteen now, and not elite anymore without Tyreek here. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, especially with that defense, like you were an offensive juggernaut because of Tyreek Hill. You're no yeah. longer a juggernaut. Like you don't put the fear in people. Tyreek Hill put fear in people when he lined up because he could take a hitch and go 80. Yeah. And give you a peace sign. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. 
Speaking of peace signs, what about Matty Ice going to the Colts? They're just getting worse. You think they're getting worse? I think they got better. Well, Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan is like a lateral move. I think Matt Ryan can be better with that line and that offense if they give him a couple more weapons. He because just Michael. I don't even know who else they got. That Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. That's a good running game. He's never had really that a great running game, except for when they went to the Super Bowl. This one he'll have probably the best running game in the league. Get him another receiver and a tight end. I think Matty Ice is okay behind that offensive line. We'll see, man. I think, I think the Colts just down eight interception guy. Yeah, but the Colts just keep doing this one year, two year fix thing. They're not That's like the problem. It's, That's the problem. They're not investing. There's nothing lasting. I could yeah. see see what they should have done was go after uh, your boy Baker. That yeah, would have been I mean, an okay Baker's fit. Not out of the realm of possibility because they got Matt Ryan for pretty much nothing. He don't cost them anything, so they can yeah. probably make Baker only makes eighteen million, so they can make it a quarterback competition if they want. But they came out and said they never even made an offer for Baker, so the, are, they don't even like Baker or something. Like something's up there. Yeah. Because why would y'all not make an offer for Baker? I mean, Baker's not that good, but he's upgrade over Ellinger for sure. But if you think he's immature and don't want him in your locker room, then that's a whole different, like, that's just a different ballgame. Yeah, that's true. So what do you think about uh, good old Deshaun Watson there? Fucking, like, not only does he get to play again, he got a fucking monster contract. Yeah, but everybody, that's my thing with Baker. Everybody's talking about Baker going somewhere else. Baker's going to have a job for a couple weeks. Like, Deshaun's getting suspended. So the Browns yeah. might not be trading Baker for the simple fact is they're going to need somebody to start quarterback while Deshaun's suspended. Because if everybody thinks he's just not going to get suspended at all, I, he's going to get at least six games. He's like, got to. He's got to. Yeah. Like, but they still. They suspended Zeke for six games without any charges. Like nothing ever charged against him. This man had to miss a whole season because of charges. Like they, he's got to get at least six games. Yeah. No, it's a... Uh... It's just interesting. That so they I believe Baker's going to be the starter for the Browns. But 230 guaranteed for someone dealing with all that. That's I, insane. Would you have done it? If you were the GM, would you have done it? No. I wouldn't have signed him in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I might sign him once everything clear. I'm not guaranteeing you $230 million. I wouldn't even guarantee Mahomes $230 million, bro. Like, guarantee. So if you go out and tear an ACL tomorrow and don't recover correctly, I'm on the hook for $230 million over the next five years. What? It's the worst. I'll maybe do three fully guaranteed like they did uh, for your boy in, in Minnesota. But that's it. I'm not five-year guaranteeing anything. Like, you can get shot in five years. No offense, but, like, bro, a whole bunch of shit can happen in five years. Like, what? Agreed. It's just like, uh, yeah, I'm No, they just wanted to – like, they haven't had – if you look at the list of quarterbacks the Browns have had, they've been through, like, 27 quarterbacks. They're like, yo, we're done with this shit. What do you need, buddy? We need a quarterback. <laughs> oh, desperation. So. Well, and then, uh, you know, it's not desperate is those bucks. They just signed Leonard Fournette. They locked him up three years. I know it's not the best Mm. sign in the world, but all they need is somebody like Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, he worked with Tom Brady. I'm not mad at the signing. I'm just mad at Tom Brady. 
you return for 40 days. Like, just come on. Like, that shit just pisses me off. Why? That's what Tom <laughs> yeah. Brady does. Because he didn't have a real reason to quit in the first place. Like, you just wanted some attention, bro. That's it. Like, but you're the greatest quarterback of all time. So you shouldn't need attention, bro. Like, you are Tom Brady, bro. <laughs> like, all right, let me ask you this. I got a bet with a couple mm-hmm. of other uh, gentlemen that I'm very cl- close to. Uh, do you think that Big Ben, there's any chance he comes out of retirement? No. No? None. Zero chance. Nope. I think the NFL was done with Big Ben just as Big Ben was done with the NFL. I think this was like the perfect way for him to go out. Like, you don't even hear his name like brought up or anything. Like, they just keep him away from the game. Like, cause they had to deal with that last four or five years after the rape stuff and just had to deal with it. Didn't get suspended. Didn't have to, then nothing happened to him. And NFL just had to sit on their hands with that. They're like, bro, we're glad you got to stay the heck. <laughs> we don't want to hear your name no more. Stay the heck away from us, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, all right, let's talk about yeah, your. Let's talk about your your golden boys, your uh, your Tar Heels. They made it to the Sweet Sixteen as anticipated, even though they really did their best to give it away with the worst the worst last possession of regulation I've ever seen <laughs> in a game, and that's saying a lot. You want to talk about just the last one? Because we can go down a, a list of how trash of a coaching job it was down the stretch with that press break. You run the same press break every time. Look, look. Oh, you should. Notre have Dame did the same exact thing. Bro, they did the same thing, but they crazy, lost. Bro. Like, yeah, but you're running the same press break every time. They know exactly what you're doing. Like, they literally can get, get on the sideline and be like, look, you know what? Don't worry about the first pass because they're not going to throw it there. We're going to trap exactly what we know they're throwing it because they literally did the same thing every time. For even when we even on possessions, but we turned it over. The next time we got the ball, we still ran the exact same press break. Like he has no other press break. My goodness, like they froze up. And then in overtime, they act like they weren't frozen anymore. It was like, oh, we froze up for the last five minutes. Oh, now we're thawed out. Let's go. What? You secure the bag on the front, and you don't have to play this other five minutes, bro. It's because they were playing not to lose. Yeah, it took a lot. It took a year off my life, but we made it. Hey, yay, 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 yay. And now I got to deal with you California boys again. So UCLA I did my Cowboys in in the playoffs, and now my Tigers got to deal with UCLA. Yeah, as long as uh, as long as Big Boy doesn't get fucking ejected in the first half. Hey, man, hey. I don't know, man. He's gonna, that's a matchup problem for him. He's always got because he's not that great defensively, and a lot of scores in college like position. So this week he's got the number twenty four guy from UCLA, most likely. I'm not worried about Juzang because my guy Leaky is the best defender in college. So somebody gets shut down, at least one guy. All right, all right. But if you got two guys, then I don't know. Arizona almost we'll lost. See Friday but, when we get here. All right, Friday. Arizona almost, almost lost, but they came through. Who do you have in the finals with Arizona? I got Arizona. I got final four is Carolina. Of course. Um, who was it? Carolina and um, Carolina, Texas Tech. And then um, Arizona. 
Why can't I think of the fourth team that I had? I had uh, I can't think of the fourth team right UCLA, now. Duke, Kansas, and Arizona. And then I have Duke and Arizona in the finals with Arizona winning. I got I know you can't uh, pick Duke though, so no, I picked Texas Tech and I picked us to lose in the final four to Texas Tech. So I picked Texas Tech and Arizona, which was so fucking. I don't even know why I picked that. Because for real, if we lose, I have us losing the round before the Purdue. If we lose, we ain't losing no goddamn Texas Tech. Sorry, excuse my language. I don't know why I picked that on my Notre record. Dame shouldn't have lost to them. Us to win the championship. Huh? Notre Dame shouldn't have lost to them. Same thing. They shouldn't have lost to they're, them. They're running yeah. the, the press break. They're coming down. Like, literally, the first pass goes up to the sideline by the Notre Dame bench. And then it comes, kicks back out to the three-point line. Literally, the last, like, five possessions to where the when they're bringing the ball down the court, the defender for the first pass by the sideline has his back to the half court line because he's like, I'm, as soon as the ball comes in here, he's going to try and pass it back out. I don't even need to worry about him catching the ball. He will, but it's not going back out. And he just defended only half of the court. And the guy just like every single time, whoever had the ball for Notre Dame is like, Oh crap. What do I do with it? It's like, well, maybe stop running the same fucking play where they trap you <laughs> And then you won't turn the ball over three out of the last five times. Like, what? Why? Why? It's awful. And so if Notre Dame could probably, supposedly, supposed to beat Texas Tech, I'm not worried about anybody else getting by them. Because Notre Dame shouldn't have been that far anyway. They were in the play-in game. No, Notre Dame. I had Notre Dame. I had the I had an ACC go up far because they underestimated our conference this year because we weren't that good. I'm I'm like the ACC is still the ACC, bro, which is why we have three teams in the final sixteen because we are the ACC. Bro. But the like, ACC has also got to play itself, so you know exactly. So that's, that's how the AFC tough. West was gonna be, but now I think the Chiefs are. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm telling you, bro. That's gonna be tough. Chargers might be the new uh, new team to beat. I really like what the Chargers did, but I got he uh, the quarterback has to show me he can handle big moments. Herbie, last couple big moments he's been in. Yeah, last couple big moments he's had. He has big games, but big moments he 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 hasn't been coming through in big moments. So he has to show me that first. I hear you. There's a difference to to win games in regular season then have a big moment and be like, ah, frozen. Got you. All right. Well, uh, have your eyeballs been frozen on nothing but basketball, or have you been watching your other standard shit? I've been watching my standard shit, then I added Bad Vegan. <laughs> oh, okay. I saw this thing on Netflix, but I stayed away from it because eh, I don't really care. Pretty interesting. I'm not finished yet, but yeah, I've definitely started. It's a pretty interesting thing. All right. What do we got? Tell me about it. Oh, just about different, like, like fake, like, fraud fugitives and shit. Kind of like the other stuff that you put, like, the twinless one, all that stuff. Like, same, up that same ilk, but just it got its own twist. Like, it's pretty interesting. But it's about vegans that are like assholes? I don't know why they call it bad vegan. I guess I haven't reached that far yet. It's just about fugitives and shit. And oh, fugitives? scamming fugitives. They're scamming people, yeah. Like, they do a fraud and scamming people oh. out of shit. All right. I don't know why they call it vegans. Maybe, 
maybe it'll add up at the end. I just got started, but it's interesting. It's probably just clickbait and like everything boy. And what? And then Top Boy's back on. Top Boy? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, actually. I saw that it came across my feed like, hey, you would probably like this. And I was like, wait, it's season two, though. All right. So is that something that I should look into? Because it sounds awesome. Oh, you might like it. Yeah, yeah, you'll probably like it. It's like ghetto boys selling drugs. <laughs> killing. Is it well it's done, like though? It's more reality-based. Yeah, it's really well done. It's a good okay. show. Listen, All right. I well, like then, it. top boy, it is because I was like, "Ooh, maybe I'll catch but up they on that." Talk like English, English, so yeah, because it's British, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're British drug dealers. Blah, oh, blah, Canadian, blah. something like that. I think British is what I saw because I also watched Lupin, and so I think maybe that's why I kind of suggested this shit. Lupin. Lupin was good. Oh, man. Did you... Uh, so I text you about what I was watching Bust Down. Dude, I think we talked about it last week. Bust Down, I think it's only six episodes. I ran through those. It's fucking hilarious. Bust Down is so funny. Uh-huh. On Peacock. Yeah, it's so funny, dude. It's just wild craziness. Uh, very, very <laughs> silly. Um, it's really... I, I just can't recommend it enough. If you have Peacock, go ahead and go to Bust Down. And then, Bust down it is. also uh, on HBO, I only saw like an episode and a half, but I started watching Peacemaker. Do you know what Peacemaker is? No, me. I'm a Peacemaker. Yeah, I wish. I'm more of a shit starter than a Peacemaker, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, yin and Yang, Mike. Yin and Yang. It's... The superhero that John Cena, it's a show about the superhero John Cena is in Suicide Squad, but he's got his own spinoff show. And I'm like, ugh, that probably is awful. But turns out it's kind of fun. It's, uh, it's like, it's very silly. Uh, but they kind of introduce that right off the bat. But then it just, it does have its superhero stuff. It's, Rated mature. There's a lot of cursing involved, so I like that kind of dirty humor, or whatever. Um, it's it was pleasantly surprising, surprisingly pleasant. I'll give it a look, but I don't really do superhero stuff. But we'll me it, neither. We'll I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but I would say that if it's late at night and you're kind of like, oh, I don't really know what I want to watch, but I'm just kind of sick of watching the same old stuff. Peacemaker is for that situation. That is what Peacemaker is for. It's just goofy, put it on. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but it's something on the background that's colorful and action-y. Or you kind of get sucked in. You're like, okay, all right, what's up, Peacemaker? So, anyway. What's up, Peacemaker? Yeah, so I'm going to... I'll be checking out more of that, and then uh, I'm going to dig into Top Boy because I was already intrigued about that. So now that you gave it the uh, the go-ahead, then um, I'm going to be diving into that this week. So we'll see if I catch up by next week because I'm looking to, to binge something because I keep falling asleep to Vikings Valhalla at night. It's just the best, dude. <laughs> it's the best. Just that slow, stocky murder with axes. Ah, it's so, so soothing. I don't know. Vikings. I love all that kind of shit. Dragons. It's the best. I know. Your favorite. Your favorite. <laughs> Whatever. You love you some dragons, my guy. I do. I love that medieval shit. 
But I also like a lot of other old shit. Like our Spotify playlist this week. It's going to be Curtis Mayfield and The Strokes. I wrote down The Kinks, but it's supposed to be The Strokes. Because, I don't know, I think I was listening to something else while I was making the playlist. My brain got all <laughs> scrambled. Ah, ADHD at its finest, people. This is what we do. Or it can be The Kinky Strokes. Ooh. I like that <laughs> Billy Squire, The Stroke. We can do this for days. Oh, but instead, just be sure to check us out on Instagram. You can check us out at Black Irish Pod, myself at Brendala7, and Mike at Black Irish213. Uh, check us out on YouTube or wherever you podcast. And do us a favor, share. It's just fun to share. So everybody likes to have something in common with somebody else. Make this be the thing that you have in common with somebody else. You both listen to the Black Irish Podcast. So on that note, Mike, I love you so much. Nice haircut, buddy. Love you too, bro. And that wasn't me showing my haircut. I was taking a bow. I know you were, but I just noticed your <laughs> your shining dome. It looked all nice and good. So uh, Yes, man. I needed it. It was bad out here, bro. I was recording looking like a slave. Oh, <laughs> looking like a slave. Now you look like somebody who can't figure out how to wear that hat. Oh, see if Mike figures it out next week. But until then, uh, love each other. We love y'all. Take care. Peace. <laughs>